0: Welcome to Cosplay Cafe. I'm Kendra, and we're here today with the Nakama Podcast.
1: Yeah, I'm Sal, and I'm joined with uh, one of the co-hosts. Yeah, Cruz. Uh, yeah, we're from the Nakama Podcast. We talk about anime and video games. And yeah, we that's... pretty much we pretty much cover uh, the anime
2: that's out. Currently for the mm-hmm. season, we talk about video games just came out, talk about manga sometimes, talk about yeah. anime movies, video game movies that have come out. It's
1: really focusing on the, the, the weedy side. Yeah, the newer stuff for the anime, new seasons, that's yeah. where we go. We don't go over any of the old, not yet, we don't go yeah. over any of the old stuff.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if any of the listeners know this, but we first started doing podcasts, Taylor and I, at Nakama Podcast. Yeah. Uh, we kind of got the inspiration to do this from them. So that's why they're our first guests.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. So what was it like at Fanime and Crunchyroll?
1: Fanime, you actually sponsored us to be there. Yeah, remember? you did. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Uh, Fanime, panel wise, uh, we sucked, but it was a cool experience. Uh, the our co-host's sister, helped pulled through for us because yeah. we were vastly underprepared for it. But it was still a nice experience, at FANIME. I mean, FANIME... Okay, I'm not going to say our panels sucked. One of them sucked. Oh. We bombed
2: the first one. The second one, we did perfectly fine. I think just because we didn't know what we were going into ahead of time. Uh-huh. And that second one, we really did... Do well at I, <laughs> I, I, that one was a good one. That was that was a good enough experience that I don't care that we bombed the first one. Yeah. I
0: mean, there's always trial and errors, yeah. right? Uh, so, what type of questions did you guys get, or like, how many people asked you questions? So,
1: for the first panel was just me and Cruz, and they showed us how. We are preparing things. Because the second one, uh, her name is Lynn. She wrote an article a while ago for CBS? CBR.
2: CBR.
1: Comicbookresources.com. She's uh, a writer for Uh that website. Yeah, and she did an article talking about forced anime relationships. And I read it, and I was like, you know what? This is a good point. So then I asked her, like, yo, can I steal this? And she's like, yeah, credit me. And it's like, wouldn't have asked if I wasn't going to credit you. So the fact that the second panel was something she already did. It was a lot better because she already knew the subject. And then we've been watching so many of the new animes that a lot of them are rom-com where she's like, all right it's a lot easier to talk about this. Well, it helped, too, that we were, like, getting out of
2: spring season and into summer season because, like, that is, when you're talking about anime, that's, like, the rom-com section. That is when they all come out. You start seeing some actiony ones come in during the summer and then into fall, but rom-coms really, spring and early summer is their thing, so it also helped that, like, we got into that panel right after watching, like, a dozen different ones that were basically about some form of forced relationship and so I think we all went in just like knowing exactly what we were going to say. It was stuff we'd already talked about for a while. And then having the lady who wrote the article. I mean, you know, yeah.
0: it's way easier. I, mean, I came in on the end of that. So I got a little bit of all of the questions that the people were asking. They were really into it.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm especially a... when she started talking about Yowie, there was like, a oh my of God, yes. Who were just like, yes, sister, preach.
2: <laughs> there was one girl that I was just like, not staring at, but I would look back at her every once in a while because Lynn would be talking about, like, just Yowie. And, like, initially, she's got this little, you know, like, like spark of, like, oh, someone knows that thing. And then Lynn just keeps listing off. And the more she's listing off, the more this girl's, like, getting excited. <laughs> she's like, yes, there's somebody else out there like me. and it's Now just I wish like, I okay. was there
0: for the Yowie portion because I would have been with her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But what about Crunchyroll? Like, how, uh, how did that go?
1: So Crunchyroll, we got in as a press pass. And for my experience, I thought it was it was cool, but not what I was expecting. I, you know, a lot of the time when you hear that, you picture, like, what did you think about the color blue? <laughs> but that was not the case for me. The, for me, it was just more like getting in earlier to check out things. So that was the cool part. The, other than that, I went to some of the panels, and I would ask, and they'd be like, get lost nerd i don't know who you are (laughs) okay (laughs) one lady was trying to help and she's like let me email them and see if you can get a word in and i was like cool and she's like who are you and then i she typed in the thing and i gave her a business card and she was like thanks (laughs) and that was it
0: oh dang!
1: that'll happen for me i actually had i think closer to the experience
2: that sal thought he was gonna have because the thing is sal's really good at talking to everybody, right? So he was really good at gathering interviews from people that were there and you know how how an individual person's perspective on the convention was. Yeah. Talking to a lot of cosplayers, talking to a lot of people that were there. Uh those interviews are actually really he did really well at them. They're really good. Uh <laughs> I didn't do any of those. Instead, like first day as soon as I saw there was a press room, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go hang around there for a little bit and see if I can run into other people who have press passes. Because it's the first time we've ever done press. Uh So, like, how should I be doing things? Who do I go about asking for certain Mm -hmm. things? So they were just straight up like, okay, you're going to see people with yellow badges. You're going to see people with these blue badges for these kinds of questions. Go to the people with yellow for these. And so, like, it was people who had done stuff like this before who were also just, like, incredibly nice. I don't know. I had this idea that, like. Press people were gonna be kind of jerks. I don't know why.
1: I think it was just from watching TV. Probably. Anytime you see any like newsroom related thing. Yeah, they're always like, What color are you underwear? We're trying to solve a murder here. Yeah, <laughs> but like. They
2: were all super nice and very forthcoming, and like I got emails from people who were like, "You ever got any questions? Just email me." <laughs> I had I had one person be like, "Oh, we're gonna go get lunch. Do you want to come with?" And I was like, I already was gonna go get lunch with Sal and like the friends we went with, so I was just like, "Ah, oh, sorry, maybe another time." But it was they were just super nice. It was crazy. Yeah. But um, I also got to talk to, like, they had a whole Hololive set up there, right? Mm-hmm. And we did a, a meet with some of the Hololive girls. But also while we were there, they, just looking at all the technical stuff, my immediate question was, how are they able to handle all of these live streams in this building? This concrete building that has the worst Wi-Fi I've ever, you know, been around and also has so many people leeching off of the Wi-Fi. Oh, And I so I asked this dude, just like at a certain point, we'd like to be able to do like live podcasts from places like that. Oh, yeah. But we wouldn't be able to handle streaming because I tried going like live on Instagram. And after like five seconds of just having single frame things. I was just like, this is too crappy of a signal. So I asked this dude and he gives me a breakdown on like the equipment they have. And he's like, all right, we have this thingy. It's like $4,000, but there's a, what they call the solo version that can handle two microphones. It's 900 bucks. And then I was like, oh, okay, okay, that's still still a little steep, but it's close. It,
0: it's closer. It is more affordable. Yeah. And so uh. he's
2: telling me, like, it doesn't run off of a Wi-Fi signal. It runs off of, like, your cell phone signal. So, like, it's perfectly stable, whatever. And he's just giving me a rundown of all this stuff. And it's, like, dope. So just the entire, like, convention, I'm asking people questions About like just the technical aspect of how to cover things. And I got like a bunch of information about that. That being said, I talked to maybe three people who actually attended the convention. (laughs) Everything else was just like talking to staff. I did try to get some interviews with some people who were like presenting there. But that was a little bit harder to do oh, yeah. because I guess that was something we were supposed to like ask about ahead of time. But those were also emails we wouldn't have had ahead of time to thing you're supposed to email some people and they're supposed to provide you with blah, 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 blah. And we didn't find out that we got those press passes until like a week before yeah, we went anyway. Prior. So we wouldn't have had time to
0: Probably to not. cover
2: all that. But otherwise, it was a pretty like as far as in learning how to cover an event like that, like. I learned a lot of stuff. Everybody was very helpful.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. Usually they're a little Mm
2: -hmm.
0: abrasive, I guess, depending on how you approach them. But it seems that these people are very open to helping others who are brand new into this field. Yeah. There
2: was Mm -hmm. actually one lady who was kind of abrasive, but in a nice way. (laughs) Like, I know that that sounds weird. It was that there were people at the convention who were very, like, demanding you yeah. know, and so she's talking to me about trying to like help me out with stuff. And there's just people who are like basically like almost snapping at her to get her attention. Oh my God. And she just like still very nicely turns to them and then like points to other people and it's like, you can go ask them that question and then just goes back to talking to me. <laughs> and then it's just like, "dang, that was cool. <laughs> But it was just, I don't know. I liked that handling of the situation. That's
0: definitely very smooth. Kind of professional, too. But at the same time, saying, you can stay over there. I have to go over here. Bye-bye. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, um, (laughs) do you have any other comments about any of your experiences?
1: Uh, we did the VTuber thing. We did, yes. Had, we got to talk uh, to VTubers. Anya
2: Muffes? Melfisa. There Anya we go. Melfisa, who is was uh, Hololive Indonesia, yeah, right? Both, both of our girls, girls were.
1: Our Indonesian, yeah. Hololive VTuber, if you don't know what that is, you know, it's just someone who pretends to be an anime girl or guy. It's basically a streamer who
2: uses a, uh, a cartoon avatar versus just using a yeah, face. Yeah, your face. So,
0: oh, I yeah. see. Okay, and
2: Hololive is the biggest production company for that in the world. Yep, uh, they have like you're talking about like major audiences here, like hundreds of thousands of people are watching them, yeah, do this stuff yeah.
1: every day. When it's I was in ridiculous. line, because mine was first on Friday, the day it started, I was like the second person in line, and I could tell that everyone else was nervous because the first person just like, yo trading spots with me because me and the third person looked at each other and he kind of like you do it and then i go there i the first dude told me we had three minutes i think it was like a minute and like a half it okay. was 60 dollars like 68 dollars too wow. 65 but also tell her why you had a minute and a half sell no that's
2: key.
0: i know
1: i know that's he, not why he's trying but... to say ask her what she felt about boneless pizza the only reason why Cruz had a lot more time with his VTuber is because there was a technical difficulty. Hardcore. With my
2: girl specifically, like, Mm -hmm. uh, I was maybe the fourth person in line. The first person went fine. The second person went. And each person maybe got about, like, five minutes. The girl in front of me got maybe about halfway through her five minutes. And I guess the whole thing just went down. And so they made her step to the side. But then when they got everything back up, they just restarted her time. Mm-hmm. When I went up, the same, similar thing happened, except it was just the visuals that went down. So oh. they had me step to the side, but I was still able to, to ask my, cause the one that I went to go see was uh Kureji Oli. She's like a, Patchwork zombie type character cool. really cool design. Yeah, but I'm able to talk to her the entire time this visual thing is down hmm but still once they got the visual thing back up. They were like, okay Well, we're just gonna restart your time And so I think I spoke to her for like almost 10 minutes
0: <laughs> Oh my god, Because it
2: took a while however back on like the the topic of Crunchyroll staff when when just the visuals went down uh, You're talking about like six seven people pouring into the room to handle oh. it as quickly as possible I don't know what kind of training these people were given, but clearly it was amazing. Like, I have only good things to say about the people that were there. It was solid.
0: So, Fanime versus Crunchyroll, which one would have, I don't know, more customer service, better results, better...
2: As far as better staff goes, I the only ones that I really interacted with were the ones at Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think I'd be able to give a fair shake to Fanime. I think the technical
1: staff, I would, I would give it to to either or but when it comes to like the people that you the volunteers needs a lot of work because there's multiple times where at both conventions it's like yo where is this at and they're like uh go ask the information people and it's
0: like
1: you guys are the information people like (laughs) for the for crunchyroll it took me two days To figure out where the press room was, I asked four different people. Wow. And four different people were like, I think it's over there. And it wasn't until, like, one dude was like, oh, it's over here. Like, clear on the other side. And then when I got in there, there was no one in there. Mm Mm-hmm. It was just me and uh, my girlfriend. And then when we walked out, the people in charge of the press passes were like, oh, yeah, we're closing. And it's like <laughs> I was just sitting there. There was no one in there. Wow. They
2: close it every once in a while because I guess that's also where they conduct, like, the official interviews that, like, Crunchyroll is doing okay, for the stuff they're putting out on their website. Yeah. So um, and then also, yeah, as far as figuring out where the press room was, the only reason why I found out about it was because, like, after they gave us our press passes, they gave us an email that had a map. And uh-huh. it looked like the same map they gave everybody, except on that map there is one little room that is marked press room. Oh. But if you've already seen the regular map, you're not gonna know that this is a different one. Yeah. So you're not gonna look for that little additional piece of information on there. So and it it's was also just
0: that small? It was it also yeah, it was just was, a small room,
2: yeah. it yeah, oh. was real small. It was it was what, maybe like Six tables? Yeah, I think it could only barely hold like fifty people. Yeah, if even that. Okay. Yeah, so it was it was a pretty small room, and then also they didn't make a just actually in general as far as Crunchyroll goes. If I had to give them one thing, they didn't do that well. They didn't do a good job of telling you where anything was. No. Like even just from like a visual, try to figure it out myself perspective. Yeah. Uh, you probably, most people probably would not have known where they were doing all the music stuff until it was late enough that you could hear the music, Mm -hmm. like the bands playing.
0: Okay. Wow. Because it was
2: this like theater that was like tucked all the way into the left and then all the way in the back. And like, once you go down that hallway, there's signs, but you should see them before you get into the hallway. Yes. You should see them from the area you walk in. So signage wise, it wasn't that good. Okay. Uh, and also most of the time when you go to a convention, like on the show floor, they give you a map of like where everybody's booth is. Yeah you could only get that if you downloaded the app and then looked for the specific person you were looking for.
0: Are you serious?
2: Whereas if you were a general browser, oh. that's not going to work as well for you. I'm a
0: general browser, yeah. so I would not be able to tell uh, where I am in life. So, I'd
2: be so lost. As far as like that aspect, I think that is that is the thing where the clear edge goes to Fandome who just does things the way most conventions do them. Yeah. It's not even a special way. It's just not a bad way to do it.
0: And is a uh, Fanime and Crunchyroll are they in the same building or yep, separate yep, buildings? Same okay.
2: building uh, San Jose Mackinary uh, yeah, Business Center, yeah.
0: That's what I heard. So I, I just didn't know if they kept doing it this year. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's 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 the only difference for both of them this year is they are strictly at the convention or were uh In previous years before COVID, you would see a lot of stuff in all of, like, the areas. So, like, the Civic Center would have stuff. There'd be a couple hotels in the area that were doing extra things. Okay, yeah. This year, it was, for both of them, just that convention center.
0: Yeah, because when I went in, I think, 2019, FANIME had it all across it. Mm It was spread out everywhere. Like, there was just too much to see in one weekend.
2: Yeah. Whereas both of them were a little bit more limited this year. But I do think it's just I think they were also expecting less people because it's the first ones after COVID. There are going to be a lot of people who were hesitant. And it didn't seem like like it was definitely a decent number of people, but it didn't seem like a crazy amount to me. Mm -mm.
0: Because I was at Fanime, too, for a small amount of time. And compared to 2019, the crowd was like maybe cut by half, except Uh,
2: for in the artist's hall. That was exactly the same. Yeah, I would say that like at minimum there was maybe 10 percent less audience for it than there was in previous years like a noticeable amount
0: yeah it was noticeable yeah i gave you guys some sample of our newest tea blend that's going to come out soon did you guys try that at all i did
1: yes me and peralta had it yesterday and she liked it which is surprising because she's really picky with her teas. oh yeah so the fact that she liked it was a good sign i'm very eh about teas, but I liked it enough. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't He doesn't traditionally
2: drink tea. I mean, uh, yeah. Out of the two of us, I'm the one that more often does.
1: He's more of a coffee guy. Yeah. yeah um, I already told you, what, but I'll say it again. A Peralta would recommend this to anyone who wants that fall flavor, which I would agree with. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah, it is a foresty tea. After uh-huh. all, it's Lost Woods. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I liked it a lot. I I, I like that like it's not it's not a strong flavor, but it's not a weak flavor either.
0: No. So the concept of the tea is the Lost Woods from the game Legend of Zelda. I specifically like playing Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. So I really just kind of got into the character of link and i was visualizing myself there while i was making the tea trying to be like would he be drinking this would they have the ability to make this, mm-hmm. in, this in this world and yeah it's just a four ingredient tea and all four ingredients i'm pretty sure that they could make there maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not the hojicha
2: <laughs> a reasonable facsimile of it i think yeah, yeah. it's yeah.
0: just roasted grass
1: yeah <laughs> and they would definitely be able to do that <laughs> oh yeah yeah
0: Put it in that cooking pot, wait a few seconds, and then da 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 da
2: But no, I I do really like this one a lot.
0: And you just had it iced today. How was that?
2: Actually, I'm still having it iced. It's very good. I like it.
0: So the release date for this tea is probably going to be next week sometime. So anybody who has online orders, I'm going to be sending them out either Monday or Tuesday. Uh, that's just a heads up for everybody who pre-ordered. And then what, uh, what animes have you guys been watching recently?
1: Uh, we just... Got done watching The Girl from the Other other, Side. Yeah, The Girl from the Other Side, which is uh, only three
2: episodes. It's entirely self-contained. I think it was supposed to be a movie. Highly recommend it to everybody. Mm. Art style-wise, it's crazy awesome. really? But Mm. it also leaves you with a lot of questions. It's basically a big ad for the manga, but also go read the manga (laughs) because the manga is really good. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Fido, Fido Pi? Yeah, Fido. uh, No, it's not Fido, but it's P.I. Yeah. It's it's F-U-U-T-O. a sequel to yeah Fudo Pi, it's basically a sequel to Common Rider W. Okay, uh, and it's awesome. It's just a <laughs> it's just a uh, a two person detective team going around trying to stop a weird witch lady, what? but also sometimes they turn into Common Rider and ride around on a cool green motorcycle.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that one was cool. It's badass. badass. That's really the, cool. Yeah. yeah. The other one was a pharmacy from another world. <gasps> Yeah, I right. love that. Yeah, one. I that told was you that. Very one. good.
0: Yeah, I I read the manga a really long time ago, and then it just came out as an anime. Mm. And I saw the artwork, and I was like, "No way!" <laughs> mm. I was really excited, so I I waited to watch it a little bit too long, and then I watched like three episodes at once. And I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it is true to the manga for the most part. They missed a little bit of the intro, but it is true to the manga. Yeah. And there were a few other ones that recently came out that I have read as mangas, and one of them does not follow the manga at all, and I'm very upset about that.
1: Mm, so you fall into that crowd of people, because Cruz was very, very vocal about the fact that the girl from the other side didn't go by the manga. And I was telling him, I was like, I'd rather they do it that way for the fact that if you have already read it, at least you'll be surprised when they do stuff out of order or when they just take things out completely. Yeah. The thing that we were, I guess, I wouldn't even say it was arguing because you and I were no,
2: not. It wasn't we. It was you. saying. saying me and the guests yeah, were just but like, we weren't why saying you so like, hung up on this? We weren't saying opposite things, though. I was saying that, like, I understand when people, when the intention is for it to be a, like an adaptation. I get it when people are like, ah, this is not the same thing. Yeah. But the girl from the other side was a Kickstarter project specifically to promote the manga. Mm-hmm. So to me, it makes sense that they didn't go one to one with the manga because then there would
0: there would you, be you're a losing some to audience. Watch it. Yeah,
2: they give you a bunch of questions and then answer like none of them, so that way you're like, ah, now I have to go read it so I can figure out what's going but on. Does which the is... manga answer it? Yeah. Okay, good. And it's it, it I mean, both of them are really really good.
0: So for anyone who's curious, that the manga will answer all yeah. your questions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm,
0: I'm not mad like about an anime that doesn't follow a manga. It's just if they started at the wrong spot mm-hmm. and it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you had started at the beginning, it would make sense and it would be good. Mm-hmm. But they started halfway through the manga. So mm. there's no context. It's
2: like Yu-Gi-Oh.
0: Yeah. Where they well, cut out
2: all
1: the part where yu gi is just a terrible,
0: kid. terrible. Yeah.
2: The
1: same with Berserk, the 2016 version mm-hmm. starts off after the the Calamity event. Mm, So if you started on that one, you're going to be like, why is he beating up? You wouldn't know the whole Griffith story. Yeah. But uh, I think it's better when they do things out of whack because then you're you're surprised at least. You're not going to be like, well, this is going to happen and it happened. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I mostly just, if I'm going to watch an anime, I stop reading the manga completely. Yeah. Because the manga is no longer important to me. The anime is, and I'm all, I'm always focusing on the voice actors and whether or not they chose the ones that fit what was I what mm-hmm. I was reading in my head, and if it didn't, and it still works, I'm not mad.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, that is something that I always like when I go from reading something to watching something, and like the kind of voice they pick is just perfect. Oh yeah, because sometimes they get it. I can't even say they get it wrong because it's a it's a perfectly fine interpretation. It's just not what I wanted. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's honestly. Yeah.
1: Fair. <laughs> uh, I read more manga, and I'll st- I stick to that more than watching the animes,
0: okay, yeah. I mean, same. There are times where I just don't watch any anime and I'm only reading manga.
1: Yeah, because I can't even re- recall what season I stopped watching My Hero Academia. I think you oh. stopped on season
2: two. Yeah, I think it was. Or partway through fear. season three, because I remember we talked about the end of season three, and you were like, wait, what happened? And <laughs> and, the, same well, with like the thing One is. One Piece, Attack on Titan
1: was like that. Attack yeah. on, on Titan was
0: really emotional for uh, me, and I could not get through Golden it.
1: Golden Kwame, Dr. Stone, all of those ones mm. I started as manga. So when, they, when I found, oh, Rent-A-Girlfriend too mm-hmm. that was also another one call of the night was another one that mm-hmm. i read as manga and then when it came in anime i was like i didn't even know that was a an anime <laughs> yeah
2: though the good thing about sal is uh because there are like some of those are ones that i i started reading his mangas but like my hero academia i didn't pick that up as a manga first when we would talk about it he would actually be like really careful Mm -hmm. to not say something that was slightly ahead of where i was okay so we would like if if he wanted to know what happened at the end like where we were in the anime Mm -hmm. he would do like a five minute lead up of like trying to figure out where he thinks i am and then going like a couple chapters back just to make sure and then be like (laughs) Has this happened? Yep, that happened at the beginning of the season. What was the thing that happened after that? Until he pinpointed where I was... And then we would talk about that part because he didn't <laughs> want to tell me what was going to happen next.
0: I mean, honestly, that's fair. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to give spoilers, that's a really good way to figure out where someone yeah, is. Yeah, it
2: is. Yeah. I, I, uh, our other friends would not do that. Our other friends would be like, oh, wasn't it badass when blah, 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 blah. And they'd be like, <laughs> bro, that's in the trailer for next season.
0: <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's that's not cool. I mean, unless you're someone like me who prefers spoilers because I will not watch something unless you tell me what it's about. hmm like, yeah. I, I want to know how it ends so that I know if I want to watch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We have two friends like that. Yeah. They'll watch or read reviews and wikis. And then it's like, why, like the full wa- breakdown of it. Like like why even watch <laughs> it at that point to, in my head? It's just like, why even watch it at that point? You already know, like, what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So do you guys have anything that you want to promote?
1: Yeah. So September 11th, uh, if you're free, we're going to be doing a uh, video for the anniversary for the podcast in so two years. Yep. So we're doing one just the host uh on saturday the 10th but the 11th is a sunday if you're free we're going to be eating uh japanese candy and snacks it was going to do gross food combos but the guy who's collaborating the Masata for the rasa was mm-hmm. like you know what you guys should do japanese snacks it falls in line with anime and i was mm-hmm. like you know what that makes a lot more sense than eating gross food <laughs> yeah it i'm probably yeah. gonna puke so that's the plan is september 11th i already have it all set up i just need to get the snacks uh See if anyone wants to donate some food or some teas to have there at the, you know, Japanese snack eating food thing. Okay,
0: I see where you're going.
1: Yeah, I don't know, some, like, Pokemon tea or
0: some Full Metal
1: <laughs> Alchemist tea.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Speakers. uh If you're down to be there, well, then you would be one of the guests. Uh, Rob, that's the Masa guy. He would be a guest. And then Pralta has only had this tea. So it would be interesting to see her try the other tea, Mm -hmm. especially since it will come, you know, we're eating Japanese snacks. We're having anime themed tea.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I Works do believe out. that on the 11th in September, we're going to be at Palm Con.
1: Damn, um, so
0: that's in Madeira.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's a bit of a drive, I don't really know when you guys are recording this, so I think it's
1: going to be closer to the night time. I'm still yeah. working out the time with the guy because it's going to be like a whole studio, like a whole production yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, so if I'm- anything, you just Accidentally drop some tea in my hand.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just put a little can there. Just yeah. every every different take is just a different can. Let's well, you're not notices. the first
0: person to ask for tea from me for promotion for free because I have had a lot of people asking for it, and I'm like, this tea takes me two hours to make. I'm sorry, but you're gonna have to pay <laughs> for it.
1: <laughs> So I said donations.
0: Mm, Yeah, you did (laughs) say donations. A charitable
1: act. (laughs) But that's the only thing coming up is that, uh, trying to find maybe one or two more people to do it so it's not just our face. Well, it'd be Peralta's first time being Mm -hmm. on camera, but our face is on there trying out different snacks. Um, There's some of the local restaurants that have pretty good Japanese-themed food that I'm going to go ask. want to donate, bro? Uh <laughs> yeah,
0: you're just gonna keep asking people to donate everything, hey, huh?
1: Well, one of the people that we work with has a bunch of equipment for like working out, and he's like, "Yeah, people just donate this to me." And it's like, bro, I'm pretty sure that the that rope costs hella money. <laughs> it does. I know. It, I
2: know all of that equipment costs hella money. Yeah, it does. Yeah, thousands Especially of those, dollars. I mean, he's got he's got like the adjustable dumbbells, <laughs> and one adjustable dumbbell is like minimum like three hundred bucks, and he's got a bunch of them, so. It does work. And I think the idea for the guests we're going to be getting too is to get people who we've had as guests on the show before, right? Yeah, because we'll. S- to Rob... celebrate the, the, you the know, anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah, Rob's been on the show and he's also pretty much been our tech guy the entire time. He's yep. amazing. You've been on the show. You sponsored us at Fanime. Yeah. yeah, and you've been on the show twice.
0: No, if I can get one of the owners to go over there, I'll just send him over and either. I'll be at POMCON or someone else will be at POMCON and I'll be here. It'll depend. I'll see how it works out. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But I could donate maybe a couple tea bags if that's okay with you.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Although if you can't
2: make it in person, Mm -hmm. we could just see if we can set up like a recording for you as like, because I was thinking the people that we can't get on the actual show, it would be nice to still reach out to some of the guests we've had yeah. and see if we can get them to like a little message, you know, just one or two sentences to say, you know, uh, congratulations on the two years, you know, or <laughs> or thank you to the fans or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's a good suggestion. Yeah, I'm just going to thank Max Miller again for giving us any sort of shout out in the first place and telling people about our tea. And I'm glad that you like it. And I will be sending you the Lost Woods. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. For
1: someone who doesn't like tea, it's pretty good. Because yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I like and I don't like tea, tea lovers should like it a lot more.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. My dad doesn't drink tea, and he's all over it.
1: Oh, no, no. I I, I like it a lot.
0: <laughs> yes, your cup's empty. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys for being on Cosplay Cafe's podcast. Thank you. Yeah, thank and you. And I hope that your thing in September goes well. And if we can make it, we can make it.
2: Mm. Sounds great.
0: All right. All right. <laughs>